This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons of Houseworks. Today on the show, we welcome Ronnie Spears from Custom Metal Solutions. They specialize in residential and commercial metal roofing. Also, pole barns and agricultural components. We'll uh, dive into how metal is serving his clients here in Mississippi and answer any general home improvement questions you've got. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I've got some emails to get to a little bit later. This is Fixit 101. And how are you fellas doing this morning? Man, I'm I'm doing great. I could tell that it was the first day of school. Oh, yeah, the traffic? Yes. Wow. It's, yeah. it's like the town doubled in size. It was amazing. It, was it? It, it yeah. was one day. It just like, I know. boom. I know. There it was. So uh, um, how are you doing there? I'm doing great. Okay, good. Ronnie, um, so we have a, a, a special tradition that we do here on uh, Fix It 101. What are you working on right now? Right now I'm working on my boat. On your nice. boat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing to your boat? I'm having some electrical issues. Oh. <laughs> That's a really broad, vague way of saying I'm not sure. Right, uh, right. <laughs> but I wish they would hurry up and right, get yeah, it fixed. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you literally like tracing wires through this thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, you're a true handyman if you're going to chase those wires through that boat. Jack of all trades and a master of none. <laughs> so, Jeff, what are you working on? Well, we, um, we actually are taking all the hinges off of uh, customers' interior doors. They're oil what? rub. Yeah, they're oil rub bronze, and we're switching everything out to chrome. So I think that I think we're trending away from the oil rub bronze uh-huh. and trending towards the back to the brush nickel, the chrome. But we we are seeing a lot of chrome. Chrome, kind of like real chrome. early eighties chrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrome bumper chrome. Wow. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. So, so literally, you had a person walk into someone's house and just change out hinges. Yes. yes. Wow. Hinges that's and amazing. well, hinges and doorknobs to to match. Listen up, kids. That's a job for your future. That's right. Could be. Uh, we at my house finally fixed our oven. My wife took apart this oven uh, when it stopped heating. Okay. Uh, the heating element didn't didn't work, so we thought, okay, the heating element. Well, she ordered a heating element, got that, uh, put it in, and, and nothing happened. Mm. So then there's, there's really only one other thing on an oven to go bad, honestly, and it's that control board. Mm-hmm. You know, the most expensive part that we could find to replace, we found it. Uh, so we ordered it. It was about 115 bucks, and I put it in yesterday, and that oven just humps. Really? Yeah, it's just perfect now. You know, you probably saved yourself three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, well, we were because we were considering um, buying uh, a new one, sure. you know, to take because the oven was bad. Well, when we looked at it, I started looking at it, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's only six screws between right. me and that thing, you know. So I uh, took it apart, and there were literally four Phillips head screws holding on this whole control unit. You pulled it out, you replace the wires. I took a picture and I replaced one wire for one. You know, put it back in there. Put my four screws in. Plugged it back in. And away nice. we go. It's like a brand new oven. And, and you, you know, something else to think about too. Um, depending on the age of the home, mm-hmm. 
the new oven may or may not fit in that same hole. That's true. <laughs> so that's true. But it was it was great to think. You know, if ever I get in trouble with this thing, it's not like I've got to spend uh, seven hundred dollars again and again. I can I can fix this thing each time for about one hundred fifty bucks every time. Between between the heating element and the control unit, I don't have to buy a new one. Hey, it may turn into a second career. <laughs> you never know when I might need one. So, all right, let's go to uh, Ann and Clinton. She is on the phone with a tub faucet issue. What's going on, Ann? Oh, good morning. Well, I had uh, some leaking uh, stems. Uh-huh. And uh, so I had someone replace them thinking the washers were old since this is an old house. Yes, ma'am. Okay, they replaced everything. And we when I turned... I have a hot cold and a diverter to the shower head. Right. And when I turned the cold water on the first time, uh, water started coming around the stem of mm. the diverter. Uh. And then when I turned in, in the later another time, uh, it started around coming out around the, the stem of the of the uh, uh, control. Okay. Right. So uh, is it? He hasn't been seated a good, a wrong washer. It is. It is absolutely an installation issue unless you put the wrong parts in. Sure, uh, there's no other way around that. Do you guys, how do you feel about that? Gosh, I guess you know the name of the faucet. Is it a Delta? Uh, oh no, it's too okay. old. It's too that. old, isn't it? <laughs> It's a nineteen, probably a nineteen forty-five. Well, you know, oh. the, you know, it could, it could actually be the actual body. Yeah, that's um, true. I didn't. I, it didn't occur to me, Ann, that this thing might be. You know, it, it could be so wore out that it's just not going to fix it with with your uh, washers and stuff. Um, and you probably have tile on the on the bathtub side, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's on the other side? Can you get to the back of that uh, wall? Yes. Fortunately, they built a door on the other side. Oh, oh good. To the plumbing. Well, why don't we simply take that faucet out and install new? Yeah. A new, complete new faucet. Y- yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it's well, not. It's the, it's the stand. I mean, it's the control, the water control. Y- yes, ma'am. Right. You're right. I know. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking at this point with the age of that. Um, let's try a new one. Right. And a shower and I've, I've replaced that myself in in my tub and shower and they're, they're actually affordable. Yeah. Uh, you know, they are, uh, you don't have to go to the absolute, uh, most expensive one to get a, a decent quality one. Yeah. Just don't go to the bottom, you know, don't, don't right, buy the cheapest. Right. Okay. So, uh, I just replaced the, the, uh, Water valves. Yes, ma'am. The entire unit, and and you should be able to get one that's exact that size. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank um, you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Java found this incredible article. I just love this because it makes so much sense on this show. Okay. Uh, how to prevent a home renovation? 
from wrecking your relationship. <laughs> this was on Huffington Post. Uh, it starts by uh, talking about your home improvement sh- uh, shows, making everything look so easy. Right. Right. And it, all of us have seen this entire house is being built in 30 minutes. Sure. Uh, and they're, by the way, they're perfect and pristine and everything you ever wanted. <laughs> uh, even when some mishap or disaster happens before the commercial break, even if it's an argument and everything is horrible, it's fine by the end of the show. Yeah. And that is not real life, folks. <clears throat> not even close. But I, uh, check this out. A house survey came out and found that tw- <laughs> 12% of couples considered a divorce during the remodel process. Considered mm. a divorce. Wow. It didn't say thought of. Wow. Considered. So that, that's amazing. Uh, some tips that they listed that could help you for the future. You should make sure that you and your partner are really on the same page in terms of your expectations and goals. Let me say this to throw this in there. It says expectations and goals should be the same. Let's talk money. Yep. Let's talk about how much stuff costs. That's right. I really believe that's important. Well, it is so easy to go over budget. Oh, yeah. It really is. You know, especially when you consider, well, look, you know, that's only another $100. Right, yeah. Well, well if you're doing 50 things yeah. that are extra $100. Sure. Right. Now now I spent 5000 Right. <laughs> now I'm really over budget. Right. So... My my experience in the twenty plus years we've been doing this, um, it takes a little bit longer than expected, uh-huh. and it costs a little bit more than we thought. That that's <laughs> almost you know, always the rule. Well, it, yeah, okay. I think it really is, and and I think some of that is due to um, it is so easy to get on Pinterest and, and right, you know, things of that nature, and you see this little thing that. You know, man, I really want to incorporate that in my new remodeled yeah. kitchen. Uh-huh. Well, you know, that wasn't in our budget, <laughs> and it may take two weeks to get that item. That's true. That's so true. now, now, not 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 only have I spent more money, uh-huh. I'm um, two weeks delayed, Ooh. and that can cause some problems when you can't go to the kitchen and cook. Right, right. I've been in that house before. Me too. <laughs> um, it's funny. You have this wonderful big house, and then you have like a hot plate sitting somewhere so you can cook for yourself. Well, true story. We ripped our kitchen out one weekend. No way. Yes, we did. My personal house. And then? Me, wife, and kids, we ripped it out. Well, uh, it started using the outdoor kitchen. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we rebuilt the indoor huh. kitchen. Okay. Well. All right. Uh, oh, also, uh, by the way, start doing some smaller projects while, before you start into these big things, try the little stuff first, you know? That'll make life a little bit easier. You'll figure out how to use the tools and whatnot. It's time for us to take our first break of the hour. When we get back, we'll talk with Ronnie Spears from Custom Metal Solutions, from metal roofing to other metal structures, or just any project you've got going on at your house. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Our guest is Ronnie Spears from Custom Metal Solutions. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- 
MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Again, uh, Ronnie is here, and we want to welcome him to the program. For some of our listeners who are not familiar with uh, Custom Metal Solutions, tell us uh, what the company does. We manufacture metal roofing. Mm -hmm. You Uh, actually manufacture it? We manufacture it. So you don't order it from somebody else? No. Okay. We've got all the -the state-of-the-art equipment there in our plant to produce a high-quality material. Good deal. Okay, so which means you can custom make stuff. True. That's actually in the name, folks. Yes. Custom Metal Solution. (laughs) So so tell me straight up, why a metal roof? Why would you go to a metal roof instead of shingles? If a metal roof is installed properly, Mm -hmm. you're through roofing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and I, hey, I can I can vouch for Ronnie. I've I've bought metal from him, and uh, he's everything he says he is. Okay, yeah, All right. absolutely. So, so um, would you consider? Is it stronger? It's stronger, d- more durable. Uh-huh. Uh It looks better. You know, I've always had a question about a metal roof. Now, all of us have seen trees fall on the shingled roofs. Yeah. What happens with metal roofs, and is that how do you how do you deal with that? Well, the thing about a metal roof, if if a tree falls on it, mm-hmm. you can take that one section that was damaged mm-hmm. and replace it, and you can't tell it's been replaced huh. unless it's an older painted roof. Right. Then and you can't match it. Can't match it exactly, and you're going to be able to tell. Uh-huh. But for the most part. You just got one little section to fix, and you're done. That's a that's a great point. I wanted to ask you about that as we went on with this. Metal roofs, you know, have been around for forever, but uh, there's a lot different color options now and, and, and all different ki- uh, types of looks for them. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this is a roof, so it's going to have every bit of the elements on it. Right. Uh, w- what are the likelihood... What's the likelihood that these things will, over time, fade out? There, There's not a roof system out there that won't fade. Okay. But, yeah, that's a good point. But they're all guaranteed over a 40-year period mm-hmm. to fade within a minute factor, and they're going to fade evenly. Okay. All right. Uh, and that would be like any other roof, right? Right. So let me ask you this. Uh, we've talked before on this show. One of the things, and obviously, you know, water is always, you know, the bad guy in this. But we've talked on this show before about trees over roofs mm-hmm. and how uh, it tends to rot out shingle roofs, things like that. Uh, is it the same thing with a metal roof? No, you'll get some discoloration from tree sap. And- right things like that on a metal roof uh-huh. and the best way to clean it is with simple green and water really yeah like with a brush just kind of yeah. just kind of brush the simple green on there and hose it off this sounds ridiculously easy this is gonna be a catch right i wouldn't recommend someone getting up there on a roof that's never done this kind of stuff right. good for you man with yeah. soapy water with soapy yeah. water <laughs> <laughs> you, you yeah. could you could turn into a slip and slide that's right Quick. that's right yeah all right, we're going to uh, get back to that question here in just a second. Got an email in. Uh, this is a, her name's Nancy. I called your program uh, uh, regarding a recently purchased and installed window air conditioner. The air conditioner is not working. I called the store where I purchased the air conditioner along with an insulation service. The ultimate resolution, as we talked about, was a full refund for the AC unit upon return of the unit and the installation fee. Uh, I now need to purchase another window air unit and have it installed. 
I would very much appreciate any advice you could offer regarding purchasing an AC unit and procuring local reliable installation service. I remember that call. I think she was from Madison, mm-hmm. if I and, if I recall. And and the issue, uh, you know, we did mention that if the if it doesn't work and the thing was just installed, then then that is a <clears> warranty <throat> issue that should be dealt with immediately. And obviously, she's done that. And the first thing she needs to make sure of too, before she has another one installed, is that she has proper electricity there to make the air conditioner function. That's yeah, depending true. on the yeah, depending on the unit, because some of them take different electrical standards yeah. and they can blow fuses all day sure. long you know if you don't have them right yeah that's a that's a good point i would say um uh jeff this is a a window unit you know what i might consider uh and this is going to nancy nancy i might consider a mini split yeah the mini split she's going to spend a little bit more money but it would it would it would be much better mm-hmm. um and and with her being in madison there are there are plenty of qualified contractors in that town to to help her. She just needs to reach out to someone. Right. And you know what? Uh, make sure to do your due diligence. If you, if you really just need to make sure, absolutely, go to the Mississippi State Board of Contractors. Take a look at who they have there that are licensed contractors and make sure that they're there. And, and, uh, and that would be an easy way to check. I would say uh, very much like our faucet caller. Uh, if it, it, whoever installs this thing, uh, you need to let them know that this should be working properly and to spec before you walk away from my house. Exactly. You know? That's true. So in other words, Plug it fact, in and turn it on. Well, yeah. And like the lady that called said, Hey, I turned on the faucet the first time and it leaked after the guy left. And I'm like, well, he should have known that, you know? So that, uh, I think before you let the contractor leave the house, did, did the install go yeah. to plan? That's right. You know? Um, so but I think she hired, if I remember, didn't she hire a big box store? Yes, she did. Yes, okay, she did. So she probably paid for that up front. Right. But it sounded like they did the right thing, refunded her money. Right. Yes. So I, I think I would reach out to a local contractor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and any any just about AC company can can deal with this issue without much problem. And they can also recommend a sure. a good unit for either a window right. or a mini split, something like that. All right, let's uh, let's go on and go to the phone. Uh, Joe is in Tippa County. What's going on, Joe? Well, in uh, two thousand one, I built a new house and put a metal roof on it. And I loved it for about seventeen years, and all of a sudden it started leaking. Hmm. Uh, some of the places were where the screws had worked up loose, loosened up, and come up out of the you know raised up. Yes, sir. Some of them was where the, uh, the uh, little rubber pad, little rubber washer, was gone, and uh, had some damage. And I got my insurance company to send a uh, adjuster out, and they said they wouldn't cover anything because it was uh, improperly installed. Ooh. And now uh-huh. I can't find the roofer. He's gone. Oh boy! Yeah. And, uh, and and then on top of that, Joe, you've got a claim on your record. Yeah. Unfortunately. Plus the. Uh, uh, other roofers don't want to come and, and uh, work on it. I've tried, tried and tried to get roofers, and finally I get it. they come in with a caulk gun and they'll caulk some and, and, and right. leave. And but a real roofer uh, just don't want to deal with it. Hardly. Joe, we've had a ton of people call about, uh, especially the screws on the metal roofs, either backing out or the little rubber grommet going yeah. dry. Let's hear from our pro. 
Joe, what you need to do is have these screws replaced. I know, but who can I get to do them? Uh, the roofers don't want to do it. Uh, there's plenty of guys in this area that'll do it. Uh, yeah. But we're um, uh, all right. You're in Tippa County. Are you yeah. calling uh, like uh, local roofers? Yes. Okay. And and uh, where where is the let's see where's the nearest bigger place for you, Joe? Corinth, Ripley. No. Oh. He's up on the north and north, northern yeah. end of the state. So uh, yeah, northeast, yeah. You've Isn't tried that close Corinth? to Memphis? No, that's that's seventy miles, sixty something miles away. Well, yeah, closer than Jackson, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, a roofer will go. You know what? Thirty miles. I would yeah. I would think you could call someone, get someone out of Memphis, real well, easy. Well, the good roofer, the good roofers are into construction. They have a lot of construction going on up here. Yeah. And so all the good roofers are busy construct are putting roofs on and they don't want to repair they want to just put a roof on they don't have time for repairs because they're putting on new roofs right yeah. profitable to do that you know? it's funny because I, I can tell you joe um I, I i was watching television this morning for a moment and saw an ad from a roofer saying hey you don't always have to get a new roof you can just repair it call us but i know yeah. that there's somebody like that near you uh yeah. but it may be coming out of memphis like like yeah. jeff said either that or someone out of tupelo coming up into your area but well, the uh, insurance company had an adjuster come from oxford and up look at it and he said it was fault of the construction you know, way to put it yeah. off, uh, no actually uh, what happens joe over a period of time with your house moving and the metal expanding and contracting those screws will tend to start backing out and your roof is about the right age for that to start happening and more than likely they put it on with a number 10 wood screw you need to move up to a number 12 and replace all your screws, and that should solve your problems. Now, what he's saying basically is a, is a, is a, is a heavier screw. Uh, it's a because, bigger shank. Right, because the, uh, it, the, the hole's already there, so right. you have to go in with a little bit bigger screw. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. Yes, sir. I, I, I think it's out there for you. I think the problem's fairly easily fixed with a proper roofer, especially a metal roofer. That is correct. And uh, and you might want to call a, a metal professional uh, up there. Yeah. You know, uh, call a metal company up there that does this sort of thing. Uh, that's not necessarily just your standard roofer. Yeah, anyway. and, then, and then another tip to Joe is, is uh, once you find that qualified roofer, just get on his list. So. All right, uh, Ronnie, real quick, mm-hmm. wanted to ask you uh, another thing here real quick. So. We've talked about it. What about the energy efficiency of a metal roof? It, it seems, you know, we used to talk about metal roofs as the cheapest way you could do something. And, and uh, you know, back in the day, it covered the shed. Yeah. What that, makes it efficient now? What makes it efficient now is, is what they call a cool paint system. Mm-hmm. And it is designed to reflect heat instead of absorb it. Oh, okay. Does that, does it, let me ask, does that have anything to do with the color? Uh, no. Really? You can put black and white side by side and use their instruments that they measure uh-huh. the reflective value, and it's only a fraction of a point difference. Really? Yeah. You know, Between the, black and white? Yeah. The old additive, the, the lighter the color, the more reflective. Right. Uh, that doesn't work anymore. So the paint itself is like technology. Right. Okay. Wow. Wow. I, I never knew I that. I didn't either. 
So now when I go by a roof with you know that's black and metal, mm-hmm. I don't think, oh, those poor people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, folks, it's time for another break. And if you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're talking about metal with Ronnie Spears from Custom Metal Solutions. Also, Jeff is here taking your home improvement questions. Join the show by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We'll be right back. I'm Robert Krilwich from Radiolab. We're told that smell triggers memories in the brain. So if you're in your car, let's try something. Roll up your windows and inhale, okay? There are some memories you cherish and others that just um, linger. But now here's a thought. How about contributing this barrel of aroma that is your car to your favorite public radio station? And you might even get a tax deduction. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest for the hour is Ronnie Spears from Custom Metal Solutions. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Wanted to ask another question that constantly comes in here at MPB when we're talking roofs. Uh, I told Ronnie on his way in, I said, these are the two questions you're going to get today. Number one, people want to talk about those screws screws and the rubber uh, elements around them. The other one is, can I put, I don't want to deal with this whole situation, can I put a metal roof over my shingles? Yes, you can, but you need to strip the roof out with uh, solid one befores mm-hmm. to get the metal up off mm-hmm. of the shingle. And by leaving the shingle on there, Mm-hmm. Shingles are made out of fiberglass. Right. Fiberglass is insulation. Yeah. So you're adding another layer of insulation. Would You've that got, would that also add weight to the roof? It's going to, and there's a couple of things you need to look at before you do it. Uh-huh. Number one, make sure that the roof is strong enough to hold it. Right. And it's going to depend upon how many layers of shingle are on there. Mm-hmm. I would not do an overlay over more than two layers of shingles. Okay. Uh, would you... Uh, would you ever recommend getting rid of the shingles first? It's going to depend upon the roof. Okay. If if there's some sagging, uh-huh. uh, if there's some rotting in the uh, rafters, uh-huh. or the deck underneath is rotted, uh-huh. then I would recommend fixing all that first. Right. Then come back and overlay it with a metal roof. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go to uh, Pat and Hernando. What's going on, Pat? Uh, yes, I, um, I I washed my car on Monday morning, mm-hmm. and I shut the hose sprayer down, and I thought I turned the water off, mm-hmm. and I had not, and I didn't discover that until about 10 minutes ago. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering, now I, I did, uh, the water was on low, and I'm wondering if I would have caused any leakage as a result of leaving the water running low. Um uh, which meant that it must have had to back up into the plumbing. Would there be any leakage? And if so, where would I look for it in my plumbing in my house? <laughs> I, I, uh, you know what? I'm going to let the pros go, but I can say probably not. 
Yeah, Pat, you didn't you didn't damage anything but your pocketbook. Right, yeah. That's the only <laughs> You're thing want to you call did. the water company and tell right. them this is coming. Yeah, you could. You could you could say, you know, hey, I've I've made a mistake, left my hose running for three days. Um yeah, we filled up a little pool earlier in the season. Yeah, and the water company called us and said, "Did you guys have right. a leak or right. what?" You know, so right. we told them. So, you know, it's you know, but you you did you did no damage, no ma'am. Well, that's good to hear. Now, now, did I understand you to say that I need to probably call the water company and let them know what I well, did or what? Well. <sighs> Depends on how much water got out. Yeah, you know, I, I had a place in the country, and several years ago, the the hose bib froze, and I didn't right. have the water cut off, and it ran for like three weeks or something. <laughs> oh, so, so, I, so I called the little water company, and she, she, this is how she put it to me. She said, "Sonny, I had to buy that water," and I said, "Point taken," and I paid my bill. So, right. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you say when an elderly lady says, "Sonny, right, I had to buy that water that I sold to you." Whatever you say, I ma'am. That's, that's right. What you say, yes, so, ma'am. That's right. That's so. Right. Well, let me make sure you understand me now. I did turn the sprayer off, but I did not totally turn the tap off. Right. That yeah. fed the water into the hose, and you're saying that there's no possibility that the water would have backed up into my plumbing. No, ma'am. No. Okay. Cannot happen. Right. It's just you just extended Can't. one of the natural stops of the plumbing. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thanks. All right. Let's. Uh, oh, I've got an email here about paint. All right. We ready for this? Noel writes in. Good morning. I'd love some suggestions for. Oh, maybe not paint. For removing a popcorn ceiling. Oh, nice. Those are always fun. And then painting the ceiling after. If the popcorn comes back as containing asbestos, how much should I expect for professional removal? First of all, most of the popcorn ceilings are not asbestos. No. Well, depending on when the house was built, and I think that is is 1973. Is it 73, 74? Yeah, something like that. Somewhere in that neighborhood. House built after that. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't think you have any lead base. Now, if you want to be, if you want to know for sure, go to your big box store. They've got lead base test kits. Uh huh. Um, get up there and test it. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and and more than chances than not, it is not asbestos. So, with that being said, scrape the ceiling. I would. Move all my furniture out. I oh, would yeah. put plastic on the floor. Yeah. Dust mask, eye protection. It's a it is a dirty job. No, I've done this. It's not just dirty, it's also difficult. It is. Meaning, meaning anytime you're working over your head oh, for yeah. a long time, uh those scrapers are, are not light. That's right. Um and and uh but the way it typically works is that you spray the ceiling with some water or based something that that will kind of soften that goo it up a little sure so that when you go to scrape it it's not that difficult um understand there is nothing functional about a popcorn ceiling right so uh i I mean some people would say acoustic some would say you know a lot of different things but and two when you scrape it you're going to damage your sheetrock a little Mm -hmm. so you've got to mud that after that and then sand it, get it paint ready again. Right. Oh, by the way, um, on this show, when you hear the word mud, what we're talking about is typically referred to as joint compound or a better name. Yeah, better name. Um, um, now another option you could always um, 
hang quarter inch sheetrock over your half inch sheetrock that's in the ceiling. That's a fantastic sheet. I've done that in a bathroom a couple of years ago. Sure. I had a smaller space. It was a popcorn ceiling. Yep. And I just did not have the patience for it. Sure. So and I went out and bought some uh, some some of the. I didn't buy the real thick sheetrock right. because mm-hmm. it's not necessary. It's in the, on the sure. ceiling, and I just put it up there, screwed it to the previous sheetrock and the studs, and away we go. Yeah, and then. You know, you, you'll you have to take your crown down and rerun the crown, mm-hmm. take your light fixtures down. Right. But, you know, that 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 that's that gives you a couple different options. And I can tell you nothing as messy as scraping the ceiling. That's right. And if you want to go for a rustic look, we roll inch and a quarter corrugated, you can screw in the ceiling. Oh, nice. Oh, man, yeah. So, okay, yeah, kind of the uh, what, what you're talking about is, go ahead. Uh, you're basically putting a metal roof under your roof. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it in kitchens and stuff like that. It's really cool looking. Yeah, and it reflects the light great. Oh, wow. I didn't think about that. All right. Oh, and you can also use any sort of uh, wainscoting or, or beadboard, anything like that, that you want to use on a roof. Sometimes that stuff looks neat. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go to Doris in Mobile. What's going on, Doris? Hello. Hi. Uh, what was your question? My question is, um, my neighbor's house on Sunday afternoon got hit by fire and has a, a very horrible um, attic fire and has a really nasty hole now in the roof and all the water damage. Mm. But I was wondering, what would have happened if he would have had a metal roof? Would that metal roof melt away? or we no. got, You know what, Doris, we have, you have called on the exact right day. We've got a guy that installs them and a guy that works insurance claims on them. So, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, <laughs> So first, what are, we, what are we thinking, Ronnie? Well, I have seen several homes that have been hit by fire, and the metal roof actually stayed intact as the the house collapsed. So if he had had a metal roof, he wouldn't have had any damage. Not well, permanent, anyway. No, no damage to the roof, but then right. with the heat came right. inside the house and burned the house the house underneath him then? Oh, yes, it would yes, have the heat. Right. So at the end of the day, you know, the roof is still coming off. Right. What, what I think what Ronnie's saying, um, the metal's not going to catch on fire like the like the shingle uh, um, roof did. And, and the less air that you get in that attic, the less fuel for that fire. At the end of the day, the roof is coming off and the, and the fire damage is, is coming off. So so uh six of one, half a dozen of another. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh that is a that is a great question about some of the things that we all have issues with on our roofs, like I said, the tree falling on your roof or a fire or something of that issue. Uh is there Jeff can they melt? I mean Yeah, I mean if it gets hot enough, sure it could. Right. But but I guess you'd have to like be serious inferno for that. Yeah, I mean with our with our fire protection today, we're we're not and, and I think we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. We don't see the amount of fires that we used to. Right. So Right. Okay. So the damage is still there. Oh the oh, damage yeah. oh yes, ma'am. The damage is there and I'm sure it is and well, the metal uh, roof, it just wouldn't look as bad. Yeah. That's it, you know. <laughs> it's okay. it's still going to be replaced at the end of the day. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your answer. Thank you, Doris. Appreciate it. Okay. We've got another uh, email here. Oh, if you want to make a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. 877-MPB-RING. All right. There we go. The uh, email came in. A floor question on this one. Okay. 
I've heard so much cool stuff about something new, and I want to talk about that. But this floor question, y'all mentioned wood laminate, durable flooring for kids and dogs. Uh, we we had a show a while back that talked about putting down carpet for or putting down floors for different types of situations. I know in my home we put down tile because of kids and dogs. Right. Um, but the question is, what are the most durable wood laminate flooring options for lots of kids and dog traffic? And just very recently, we've been hearing about, and if someone wants to call in and let us know more about this, this new vinyl flooring um, that is that is almost indestructible. That's just, and it looks like wood going in or tile. Yes. Uh, but it's. I'm hearing a lot about it. Have you heard about this, Jim? Yeah, they they make a, a vinyl floor now. It's called Luxury Vinyl Tile (LVT). Okay. Um, in fact, we just. We just built a house in Madison County, um, actually, for my son-in-law. He's got two two small children, and um, we put the LVT in that. How's it look? It looks great. It looks it looks just like wood. It is very durable, and um, and it's not extremely expensive. Really? So it's a good product. I like it. All right, all right. And I've got laminate in my home that I put over stained concrete oh really because stained concrete's hard to keep clean and keep the stain on it but i have three dogs yeah, and, and, in, and there's in the some house. maintenance to stained concrete yeah i have three dogs in my house and right you can't, you can't tell it right oh wow i have had the uh the wood laminate floor myself uh but i will tell you that it, it uh at least the wood laminate of old didn't like water at all sure uh but this this vinyl uh, flooring now apparently didn't seem to have a problem with just about anything dropping water anything it seems to be pretty tough so i think that's a great option number to call is 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 okay we talked uh colors on your roofing mm-hmm. uh, like uh okay and if you if you didn't if you didn't hear ronnie spears is here from custom metal solutions now we talked about colors and he kind of blew us away with a white roof and a black roof won't be much difference in uh heat that's for, that is correct. That just blows my mind. I but, know it. So, so what are the what are the different colors? Is it just for pretty? I mean, it's cosmetic. That's it. And we've got eighteen different colors to choose from. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's just cosmetic. It's cosmetic. All right. Because the the metal underneath the paint is the same as our gabalume roofs. Oh, okay. It's no, just painted. It's just painted. It's got a baked on paint system. Now, Ronnie, can can we talk about Concealed fasteners versus exposed. Yes. What's what's your feelings? Well, hang on. Let's explain what that is before we okay ask the opinion. Ex, uh, exposed fasteners. What we were talking about, like the gentleman called in at the first of the show, and he said the screws were backing out, mm-hmm. uh, and this was probably one of the exposed screws metal roofs. That's correct. Um, you would never know, probably on if you're for a layperson, you probably never know uh, about the screws. If it's a, uh, what do they call it? A hidden fastener? Yeah, concealed. Concealed, concealed fastener. Concealed or standing seam is a yeah. okay. common name for it. All right, so go ahead with your question. What, what's your what's your opinion of, of each one? Either one installed properly is going to service you for a long, long time. But? But the concealed fastener has no screws in the face of it that you right. can see. Mm-hmm. So it's more aesthetic. 
Right. And you don't have any leak points. Yeah, I, I like the concealed. Well, that just changed everything. That's right. I like the concealed for another reason, too. Um, the sun is not beating on my rubber washer. That's true. So I, it's a little more expensive. True. It's almost twice as much. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, well, if you got the dough, apparently that's not a bad option. Though. I, I like the concealed better. Okay. Well, and a lot of the new houses that are going up around town here lately mm-hmm. that's what they're using on the porches ah, that's right that's right it's that's the neat. I thought about that yeah all right the the calls are piling up let's go ahead and go to them trish is on the line in ellisville uh what's going on trish trish I, uh, this is trish i would like to make a comment about what you were just talking about yes ma'am about 50 years ago when my husband had a house on the backwater of Grenada Lake, our insurance company would not allow a metal roof, would you believe? Really? Really, hmm. and we did it anyway. Okay. I wonder what well, the reason we did it anyway. Yeah. yeah, we did it anyway. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> so did they give so, you a reason for that, Trish? No. Or I don't remember it. I just thought it was ridiculous. My husband was a metal building man. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Might have been but a deal my, with that contractor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My question was, how much is a gallon of this reflective and insulating paint? Uh, that I don't know because our product comes in pre-painted. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. And it's, you said it was baked on paint. It's baked this on. is not something that is that is uh, put on with a roller or a brush. Okay, compare a gallon aluminum sheet to a baked on sheet. Uh, it's not going to be much right. difference. It's not going to be uh, much. One of them's got paint on it. That's the only difference. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I just put a on my new house. <laughs> That's all right, Trish. Okay. Your last one lasted 50 years, so I think you're all right. All right. right. There you go. Thanks a lot. Appreciate your help. Thanks, Trish. Let's keep on moving. Jim's on the line in Ocean Springs. What's going on, Jim? Hey, good morning. Uh, I was just listening uh, as I'm riding to the... Uh, lumber store to pick up something uh, yeah we've been doing a lot of little vinyl uh planking that a little uh, it's like a four six inch by you know three foot or four foot sure. uh-huh and a lot of that and and they got the thin type and then the one that's got the actual plastic plastic backing you know it makes it a little thicker right it's a really good product unfortunately we uh we we put some down a couple of years ago on a house here in Ocean Springs. It's raised up about three foot. Uh-huh. And what happened is we ended up putting, uh, uh, we replaced some of the three quarter, you know, on the joist, and then replaced, you know, the the the, the next layer half inch throughout the house. Uh-huh. We put a moisture barrier in between the two layers of wood, and then covered it with the vinyl. But they never did go ahead and uh, seal the bottom with the insulation and stuff. Uh-huh. And we're just now tearing all of the uh, uh, half that we put down up. Oh, it's no. get, getting moisture from underneath. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had we you know, had advisor that she needed to you know go to that step. But I mean, the uh, plywood was in two and a half years. It looked like it'd been sitting outside. It was in well, house. really. Okay. Yeah, really, really bad. And, so, and are uh, you saying that the vinyl would would stop that uh kind of breathing? Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's a great product, but I mean, in this particular case, it acts it it worked against everything just because they hadn't finished the procedure. You know. Well, you know that's that's what's part of crazy. What's uh, uh, crazy about this show is that it's it's statewide, which means we have actually a couple of regions where 
you know, this doesn't apply to that, and that doesn't apply to this. Because, you know, on the coast, there are things that, that work and don't work that won't work in uh, Tupelo, you know? Yeah, and on concrete now, it's a whole different ballgame, obviously. You know, you use a little bit of, uh, you use that padding underneath, and then, you know, it's not an issue. But uh, but, it, but it helps hold the moisture. That's It's such a good product that it's... Uh, it's a moisture barrier by itself. Anyway, just wanted to comment. That's great. Thanks, Jim. We appreciate okay. it. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. Uh, you know what? Uh, do we want to? What do we want to do? Keep moving. Let's keep moving. Jesse's on the line in Mobile. What's up, Jesse? Hey, question for you guys for the metal roof. Is this the metal roof that looks like the old timey tin roof, or is this the metal roof that comes in like plates and you just install in sections? It comes in a three-foot-wide sheet cut to whatever length you need, and you screw it down to the roof. So sections. Okay. That's what I was wondering, because we had a guy come out, and he literally just dropped the sections on the ground for us to look at, and they were pretty sizable and pretty heavy. But he said it just screws right onto your regular roof. You don't have to do any retrofitting. Just bolt, literally bolt on to what's already there. Uh, just make sure he strips it out with, with wood before he tries to screw yep. it to it. Okay, now the cost was more of a small luxury car than a Honda Civic, but as they say, you buy it one time and you're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only true way to look at a metal roof is get a price of a shingle roof and multiply it times five. Oh, wow. Okay, so that that's how we need to look at it. Yeah. Look at a shingle roof and multiply that times five and you've got a metal roof. And Well, you compare that to the price of the metal roof. Uh-huh. And that shows you where you're at. Okay. Yeah, you know, metal roofs want to run, what, 500 a square, rough? Uh, you can get the regular screw-down type roof, right. like we were talking about earlier with the man with the screws backing out. You can get that somewhere in the neighborhood of two to 250 a square okay. install. Okay. okay. And shingles would be what install? Shingles are going to be, what, 150? 50, 170 installed roughly. Okay. You know, and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of factors there. Are we doing continuous ridge vent? What's the pitch? Right, yeah. You know, two-story, single-story. And, and the same thing with the metal roof. That's correct. Have you seen the ones that look like Spanish tile? Uh, yes, I have. And it is a granularly coated uh, metal panel. And yeah, that's what this was. They come in smaller panels, and they're a lot more expensive. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jesse. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, real quick, this is, uh, I got another email in, and this just kind of, uh, I hate it for this person. Latasha sent in an email, and she said, is it better to re- to patch or replace it? Drywall with termite damage. Uh, she said, if I should replace it, I heard about a type of drywall with no paper backing. Would that be a better option? Um I know I've always been told that any termite damage has got to be replaced, uh, and sheetrock is no different. I've seen uh, – it's funny because if folks don't know, termites will eat sheetrock just as quick as they will wood. Well, yes, absolutely. Um, that's where you get your trails. That's how you That's how you know if you have termites is right. by, the, by the termite trail in the, in the um, sheetrock. Um, Absolutely, you need to cut it out because you probably have damage to the wood. Right, and you're, yeah, you'll find that you've lost uh, some of your structural integrity. Right. Uh, I've never, I don't think we've ever had a termite job to where we didn't replace wood. So, meaning we would, we need to replace sheetrock as well. 
Right. You may as well. Uh, instead of patching, because patching is not going to help the strength of the thing. No, and you still have to get back there to the damaged wood. Otherwise, they'll keep coming. Uh, so. And also, I would call a <laughs> an exterminator before you do anything. Uh, yeah, let's make sure the termites are gone. <laughs> right. Uh, otherwise, you'll just keep replacing the same thing over and over. Um, all right. And so is there anything... That you need to tell us, Ronnie, about metal roofs that we just have not gotten to today. The main thing, mm-hmm. for anybody that's married, hand the color chart to your wife. There you go. Hand the color chart to your wife. Biggest thing you can do. You know, there's a house in my neighborhood, and they put a metal roof on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they were thinking, but they did not choose a color. And it is metal color. And what that means is if you're driving and it's the wrong time of day, it is sun-colored yeah, about a I, billion you know, decibels. I, I, like the, <laughs> I like the Gavaloom, though. I really do. I think if Gavaloom I was putting, versus G90. I think if I was putting a metal roof on my house, I would use the, the uh, Gavaloom. Yeah. I well, really one would. thing you, you have to understand, uh-huh. G90 has no warranty. Never has, never will. Whoa. Really? So uh, tell the folks what G90 is real quick. G90 is galvanized. Okay. No warranty. Galvaloom has a 25-and-a-half-year warranty on it. Oh, that just changed stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the Galvaloom comes with an acrylic coating on it to protect it while it's being installed. Uh-huh. After about three or four years, the UV rays is going to deteriorate that acrylic coating. Right. Like it will any paint or... Yeah. Correct. And it's going to dull out. Huh. Interesting. Makes sense. Good stuff to know. All right, so uh, hand the color chart. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you've ever seen one of those uh, just plain galvanized on a house, a nice house, you know, like I, I saw yeah. this one, uh, you catch the sun just right, you get every bit of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very, but I guess that would be reflective? Yes, it's, it's reflective. And any type of metal roof you put on a house is going to lower your utilities. Really? Yes, because it's, it's going to reflect the heat. Uh-huh. It's going to get hot during the day. Right. That, that's a given. Right. But at the end of the day, you go out there, put your hand up on that metal roof, mm-hmm. and it's going to be cooled down. You do the same thing to a shingle roof, and it'll burn your hand at midnight. Wow. All right. Well, that uh, you know what? That kind of wraps the whole thing up. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Jeff Simmons and our guest Ronnie Spears, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.